Hey, welcome to the Default Alive podcast. I'm Corey. And I'm Chris. And this is our audio documentary of our journeys building profitable internet businesses. And so if this is your first time listening, you can learn more about us and get up to speed by starting at episode number one. But if you're a regular, welcome back. All right, we're back. We are back. How's it going? Oh, it's um, it's going all right. I was I was thinking today. I was like, states like this, it makes me think that I'm not cut out to be an engineer because all the like troubleshooting and like debugging stuff drives me nuts. And, um, <laughs> oh it's no, obviously not the same from what I've been experiencing. But basically, it's been a whole um, combination of today i sent out um the uh the pricing update for swipe files and i'm following the patio 11 patrick mckenzie charge more advice and uh so sent a, a big notice to literally everyone I but saw that. people are having some issues yeah upgrading um and switching to the all access membership before it goes away so i have i have to deal with that and on top of that a lot of the emails um responding to the Corey at swifiles.com email address are bouncing for some reason. Um, and like so people trying to reply to you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is not good because basically, you know, one, it's like not a good appearance, but two, like, I don't know why that's <laughs> <Like> just, <laughs> I, I have no idea. In fact, actually the, the first person, who told me that um, they couldn't get a hold of me was uh, was Tyler Tringus, because um, I have him on my advisor newsletter, where I send out my monthly updates, which is still on my to do list. But um, same, he he was like, "Oh, have you like not gotten my last emails?" And I was like, um, "What what emails are you talking about? Like I <laughs> oh, literally no. don't have anything." And he was kind of a I don't know his was kind of weird. I don't know if it's the same or different because I don't know if he actually got like a bounce message, but today people are telling me that their messages are bouncing i've had a couple other people in the last couple of weeks say that they've had messages bounce i hmm. responded to myself today and it bounced so yeah i don't know i've just been like um desperately perusing different like startup slack groups trying to ask if someone can help and some people have been like very generously trying to help me out um at the same time that you know, all like Facebook, Instagram, apparently Gmail and Twitter are all having outage issues. So that's all colored by like, is this the same? Is this different? <laughs> like, I, I can't tell what's going on really. And uh, yeah, not fun. Yeah, that is frustrating. I'm sure that's not what you want to be spending your time doing. No, I have, I have this big long to-do list. The first one... Thank goodness I, I started with the pricing updates. I got that out. So at least people got the message. <laughs> now it's a matter of being able to respond to me and actually take action on the message. That seems to be the issue. So one step at a time. Yeah. Well, what was the issue with upgrading? Um, it's just some kind of wonky stuff with member stack. I'm not exactly sure how they deal with certain things. Um, some people were telling me that when they went to upgrade, they accidentally canceled, which I don't, I don't know how exactly that happened. And I'm in the process of discovering that, but 
Hmm. I think it's kind of like a UX issue. And then there's some things around proration. So, um, you know, normally if you have like a recurring charge and then you upgrade halfway through the month, then you get, uh, you don't get charged like the full amount, you get charged the difference for what you owe basically. Um, but it gets kind of murky when you pair a recurring charge with a one-time charge. So in this case, pro members who pay $99 a year, I'm asking them to upgrade to the all access membership, which is at a discounted rate of half off. So it's $199 that renews to $99 a year. Uh, so it's technically a, a $299 charge plus a $99 recurring subscription at half off. And so if they upgrade, um, I'm not sure if it like resets their their billing date or their renewal date mm. and or if it's if it's actually prorating the correct amount. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Fun billing complexities. Man, yeah, I mean I sort of knew some of the stuff would happen. Yeah. It's just um yeah, I just got to sort through it all. Um the other thing that's so, I mean, that's like super boring stuff. This might be like the, the most boring uh, episode of all time. <laughs> Me just like <laughs> complaining about all my like newbie internet bug questions. But uh, I've been busy trying to vet a lawyer for a sort of thing that came up, which maybe I'll be able to share about fairly soon. Um, that's very small, but I've just been like DMing and emailing a whole bunch of lawyers at the exact same time feels out of my element. So like today is just like all the things that are outside of my comfort zone together. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. uh, not super fun. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of when I was consulting, uh, I worked with a number of clients who uh, like outsourced the original development of their MVP. Uh, either I did the work directly or they hired like another team and then I came on and helped manage. All right. And it's, I mean, it makes sense. It's really hard for a non-technical founder to like, how do you vet a a developer team or or just a single developer if you don't have that skill? Yeah. And I always feel that pain, like you said, trying to find like a lawyer to work with, an accountant. It's like, you know, other than trying to find a referral, it's really, really hard to know if if they're good, if if they're charging, you know, a decent rate or whatever. It's, It's tough. Yeah. 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 Really hard. Um, I mean, it's all stuff that you guys figure out, you know, this is, yeah. uh, the rest of the stuff that entrepreneurs and founders have to deal with that employees don't. Um, yep. And thankfully stuff doesn't come up too often. Uh, but yeah, a lot of it's just like knowing where to start, you know, like with this whole like email bounce thing, I've just been trying to figure out like, okay, is this like the Google, the, the Gmail outage issue. Like, well, probably not. I've heard of this happening in the past. Um, if so, like where else do I look? Okay. Do I look at Namebrite, which is where the domain is hosted and that's where like the email forwarding is happening. Um, and the sucky part about that is that it's held under Namebrite because that's the partner account that holds the domain because I'm using the payment plan for when I bought the .com. So I'm like, well, I have like very, it's like a super old clunky UI from like the nineties. 
And I'm like not confident that if I reach out to her support that I'll get like anything decent or like a response at all. Um, and just like, I mean like domain, like DNS record stuff, I just feel like it's the most like, it's like even worse than like programming to me because it's like, this is how the internet works. And there's like all sorts of issues. It's all just like jargon and a foreign language. Um, so it's like, is it name bright? Is it, uh, you know, should I try migrating to something else? Okay. I'd have to like pay off the domain and then like migrate and that might cause other issues and all in the midst of like trying to do the pricing update. And, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then there's like Webflow too, which like, you know, people are asking like, is there a naked domain or do you have like the WWW and like, well, Webflow, you can like connect both, but technically, you know, and then DNS it's naked. So I'm just, yeah, I'm just regurgitating what other people are saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, DNS stuff is like one of my least favorite things to deal with. And, uh, I was talking to Noah this morning, we had a call and he had mentioned that Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp were down. And the first thing I said was, I guarantee it's a DNS issue. And it appears that mm. it, that is the case. I just saw something right. on Twitter that yeah. it is. So apparently it's like, that's the single point of failure for the web basically. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I couldn't tell you how the internet works. Like DNS <laughs> and then like most people can't. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, I, I really couldn't tell you. I know that has to do with like uh, IP addresses and sort of like how things get routed, but you know, like who controls those things and what is a registrar and then how does that relate to like <laughs> servers and who's hosting it? I don't know. It's, I get lost. Yeah. I actually got an email from uh, Namecheap today that the jetboost.io domain expires in 15 days. And it's like one of the few emails where I'm like, all right, I got to take immediate action on this. Right. I know. <laughs> uh, make sure I go and get it renewed. My, the, the credit card that I had on file was also expired. So that that's one of those things where if you don't do that, uh, then you're in for a world of hurt. Like then yeah. everything's going to be down. <laughs> well, I think I mentioned it before. Um, somehow like every time I, I would do a big launch with, uh, one of the courses, the domain would be expired. Like right when I was opening up enrollment or like running a sale Oh, even no. though I thought that I had like auto pay on and auto renewal and, mm -hmm. um, even Namecheap, like Namecheap's like definitely a step up from name bright. But, uh, you know, there was always some sort of thing where like you couldn't auto renew or like it's about to expire and be like, okay, well it's going to auto renew. Right. And then I go look and it's like, now the, the site is down and I have to renew and then it like, <laughs> takes like a few hours to come back up. And I'm like, what, how did this even happen? And it's like, Oh, this, card isn't supported anymore you need to add this thing over here and like what right i know yeah I, I ended up purchasing three years of the jetboost domain i think that's the longest i've ever <laughs> purchased a domain Smart. for <laughs> that's exactly what i was thinking with this whole swipe house thing i was like once yeah. i like pay it off and have it i'm just gonna you know buy it for five years or ten years or something yeah. and just yeah. get it over with it's such a hassle i think it was uh, it was Notion a while back, right? That had a big domain mm, issue. Mm -hmm. Like they, it expired or something, right? <laughs> something, <laughs> it was yeah. down yeah. for like a full day. Yep. Scary stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's pretty much it 
um, I can talk a little bit more about the pricing update, but, uh, after a couple of back and forths and comments from people like you and the creator mastermind, uh, I'm finally rolling out some pricing updates. So this next Tuesday, the price is going up from 99 a year to 299 a year. And then come December 4th, it'll be 499 a year. And then we'll see if it goes up again after that. We'll kind of wait it out a little bit and uh, see how it goes. But I send out a big notice to the whole list and to everyone of the, to basically say, hey, grab the all access membership before it's defunct and you can log, you can uh, lock in your kind of legacy pricing at 99 bucks a year. Um, and then I send an email to all the pro members to upgrade to the all access membership, even though they can stay as a pro member if they really want to. It's just, you know, a one-time offer to upgrade for cheap if they want to. Um, and it seems like I'm getting a positive response so far, despite the, nice. you know, upgrade issues. Um, we'll see, you know, I'm going to be sending a couple more emails and like a final notice and I expect that's where most of the action will take place before the actual kind of change. Um, but yeah, it feels good to actually, it feels weird. I was like scared and nervous to, you know, actually make the update and increase the prices and yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. That's a really good sign though. That's awesome. It's fun. I'm excited for it. I think since I've decided to, you know, really focus the niche down on SaaS again, then things like this makes it a lot easier. And then I can like really package it up and present it in a really nice way. And, uh, I got some, um, helpful and inspiring DMS this morning from people who are reading the newsletter, who are saying that it's the newsletter was awesome and they're really liking all the new content. So that was encouraging. And, um, yeah, so hopefully that balances out all the, all the headache of today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I really liked the email that you sent out about the pricing changes too, because I, I thought you made a really great point in there that swipe files is, you know, well, number one, you, you talked about how you're focusing on SaaS marketing, but also like this is for people trying to grow MRR from you know, one to 10 K or, or 10 to a hundred or a hundred to, you know, a couple million. It's like 99 a year is, is drastically <laughs> undervaluing the, yeah. the content and yeah. the information, the community that you're providing. So, uh, yeah, kudos. Cause I thought that was really good. Cool. I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I tried my best. Um, I wanted to get it in that email in front of other people before I sent it, but I just felt like it was going to be too late for the time that I wanted to. And, tried my best to look it over and reread it all weekend and make slight tweaks and changes. <laughs> so hopefully it's pretty clear, but I'll have a couple other chances to let people know what's going on and present it in a couple more ways before there's the actual change. Um, but yeah, I was really just trying to position it around, you know, Hey, I've, I think I've like finding product market fit with swipe files. Now I'm actually going to like make those changes to, you know, get it to where it needs to be. And this where, you know, now that I feel clear about it, I can justify a higher price point, both for myself and for members, um, to make it worth it for them. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's always, you know, there's imposter syndrome about these things aren't ready and I haven't created a lot of new content and there isn't like that much different quite yet, but it's all coming and I'm going to be keeping people in the loop, um, you know, uh, throughout the process. And so, just gotta, just gotta ship. 
and get it out there early and um, get it out the door. Yeah. I think too, even just raising the prices can be motivating for you. Like, yeah. All right. Now it's true. Now it's time to deliver on this. So, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, really. I mean, the, the economics uh, make life a lot easier. Um, at 99 bucks a year, you know, I've been putting in my advisor updates. Like the goal has always been to try to get about 50 new members a month, which I think I've only hit like once or twice. Um, from like some really big spikes and I would get, you know, 52, 55, like just kind of barely eking over that goal. Most of them have been way under between like, you know, 15 and 25 ish. But you know, at 299 a year and 499, 499 a year, gathering that revenue upfront, you know, getting a, a third or a fifth, the amount of new members equals the same amount of revenue. And so, yeah, it just makes the, the unit economics a lot more favorable Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're coming up on some of the first renewals now? Yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing. I forget if we talked about it last time, but I need to log into my bare metrics and see like the cash flow forecast because I don't know when a lot of the I think, you know, that this time last year is when I like launched the community. And so I think I should be coming up on kind of a good a good amount of renewals, you know, possibly like a hundred or so within the next month or two, I want to say, but okay. it's hard to tell. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What about you? How things going? Enough of my whining. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, it, it might just turn into my whining then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One of those well, episodes. I, I, yeah. I can start with, uh, one piece of uplifting news, uh, which was last week I mentioned we released a new clonable template uh, into the Webflow showcase. And a day later, that ended up uh, making the what's called like the popular page of the showcase. It's basically the showcase yeah. front page. So that was uh, that was very exciting. It's only the second time that's happened. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's definitely driven traffic. Um, I think it's had, what were the last numbers? 80, 88 clones, um, which mm. is pretty good for, you know, a week into it. I think there was, that was maybe like the second or third highest on the front page right now uh, as, f as far as number of clones. So yeah, it's awesome to put something out there that people are finding useful and copying it and, you know, trying it out for their own projects or even if they're just taking pieces of it, like the you know, the, the profile widgets or, or whatever they end up using. Like that's one of the coolest things about Webflow. You can just copy clonable projects and, and use them in your own. So, yeah. I mean, it makes life so much easier. I think I talked about last time, but that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. 88 in the first, first week ish. Right. Yeah. Yep. How does that compare so, to some of the others? Yeah. Um, you know, I would say for a new template, that's uh, one of our faster, uh, faster growing ones. Uh, mm. Just looking at some of the other ones we've done, our best ones have had 1,500, 1,400 clones, um, but those have also been around for over a year. So yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. Couple with That's couple great. with two hundred. Yeah. But um, have you, have, yeah. Have you, go ahead. I was just gonna ask: Have you had any semblance of? Because um, I know that Webflow made a uh, like an update to the clonables and templates section. Uh, there's like a search and a filter. Is there a filter? I know there's definitely a search now, mm-hmm. but like kind of the way that it's built. Um, do you have a good semblance of like how that works or how you got onto the front page? Is it still kind of curated manually to a certain degree? Yeah, honestly, not exactly sure as to the the inner workings of that. Um, but the the enhancements to the showcase have definitely been really nice. Uh, the fact that, like you said, they added a search, they added some filters. Uh, I I wish I had taken a snapshot of you know I didn't know when that update was rolling out, but I wish I had a snapshot of our numbers before the update and after, because I would imagine, Oh yeah. I mean, it's the showcase is just so much more discoverable and out uh, discoverable now with the search, uh, especially. So I would imagine that people are finding our projects much more easily mm-hmm. than they were previously. Um, yeah. and hopefully they're finding them valuable. So, yeah. All in all, it's uh, net positives. Feels like it would be much easier people to, to discover them and make use of them yeah yeah and it's it's i think this is probably the best one we've put out as far as the design the functionality uh we, you know it's the first one we have the sorting in there noah did all the designs for it in figma and then we had someone develop it in webflow and it's just like it's it's really high quality we've gotten a lot of really great comments um and yeah, for my position, it feels awesome to see like team members succeed and uh, be able to, you know, do what they're great at. And it's it's kind of again like just reminds me of <laughs> how s- starting out with Jetboost, I was like, all right, I'm just gonna do everything myself, uh, sort of that like solo indie hacker mindset. And as I've been able to work with more and more people who have specific skills that are, that are, you know, much greater than mine. Uh, it's just, it's really awesome to see and mm-hmm. super happy about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I was, um, I was just like typing in some keywords into the showcase just to see like if I can get an idea for how it works. Um, hmm. it just makes me think like, uh, we had talked about maybe I can't remember if it was on the podcast or not, but like just how hard it is to actually pull off like good, like a good search engine. And, mm, um, mm-hmm. I don't know, <laughs> this, like this is kind of the, the devious marker <laughs> in me coming up. But I'm just like, Oh, maybe there's some, you know, old school SEO hacks you can kind of implement for the showcase, just like keyword stuffing. And <laughs> I don't know, doing random stuff, uh, creating a bunch of different variations to target different keywords or I don't know what you could do, but, uh, it's funny. It, it's a little bit, um, yeah, I, I can't tell how it works just off of like using it. Um, and obviously you don't know like what's being searched in there. Uh, but you know, putting in keywords like filters or sort or sorting or, um, collections um 
CMS, you know, you can kind of get an idea for like, okay, why is this ranking or what shows up and why, um, whether it's in like the title or, uh, the description of the project, you know, kind of do Mm -hmm. some reverse engineering. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting resource for sure. It's definitely uh, the Wild West still. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I think until there is like an official marketplace. I mean, even I wonder how like the Shopify marketplace works because I know they have, you know, obviously there's some sort of search engine discoverability there. Um, same with like all the app stores for, you know, iPhone, Android. So yeah, the, yeah. it's like the, the web, like Google search, you know, obviously they are the leaders and then all these other ones, um, like you said, maybe tactics from five, 10 years ago might still be relevant there. Right. Right. I mean, you're already on the, on the first page, right. For, for the new one. So yeah, that's awesome. That's definitely like that a, does a help. huge win page one and that can lead into to other things. And obviously there's a lot of word of mouth, just people sharing, Oh, you should check out the jet boost clonable, you know, X, Y, and Z and whichever it is for what people recommend. But if there's a lot of people like coming through here, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it takes some experimentation, just like manual, hacking it together to see what works or doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because honestly, the traffic numbers from clonables aren't huge. Um, mm. but you know, the, <laughs> other than the, the integrations page that Webflow has that lists a whole bunch of different integrations, uh, which is like, it's on their university website. It's kind of buried, but that does drive a decent amount of traffic. Um, so getting yeah. listed there was, was really helpful, but yeah, I mean, there's just not, just haven't found like one channel where, uh, it really is driving a lot of traffic. It still feels mostly word of mouth and, uh, definitely repeat, uh, customers from, agencies, freelancers doing client projects, which is awesome. Um, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Like I, I typed in, um, the, I guess like what's the showcase homepage, which is webflow.com slash websites slash popular into Ahrefs. And, um, Ahrefs says, which could be totally off. Um, but their estimate is that the keyword Wellflow showcase gets about 800 searches a month. Um, which obviously Webflow ranks first for, uh, so I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to really tell like how much traffic these types of pages get, but if let's just say they're getting a thousand a month from, from Google, you know, maybe it's 5,000 a month like direct or, Mm -hmm. you know, from like the Webflow dashboard or something, 
and so that's kind of like the the TAM for for the showcase or for the clonables, right? <laughs> it's like how many people are actually searching that every month. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to get an idea of like trying to quantify how many people are actually coming through there. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, it, myself as a Webflow user, I've gone through periods of being fairly active in checking out this showcase, seeing what new projects there are, you know, getting inspiration and, and looking for things like clonables um, that I might be able to use in my own projects. And then I've gone through periods where like, I haven't looked at the showcase in months. Um, right. So yeah, it definitely, definitely varies. Regardless, really exciting. Uh, yeah. 88 clones on the first page. Looks great. Seems like it's gotten a great response. Yeah. And like you said, regardless, I don't know. I very much enjoy putting out clonables because it's, it's just like a cool thing to provide for people to use, especially being able to hire like really talented people uh, that can produce mm -hmm. these. So yeah, it's, uh, it's just fun to be able to put those out there and, and let people copy them. Yeah, I mean, and with people cloning them, there's got to be, there has to be some sort of effect that you can see. In fact, I mean, I don't know if you could reveal these steps and numbers or not, but like, is there any way you could tell just from people kind of like authenticating, connecting their Webflow account, how many people who signed up for JetBoost uh, had or, or use a clonable that you've created? probably hard to hard to tell only if they import the boosters for that clonable oh right right then we could tell which you do track but it's probably not a ginormous number yeah right okay. I ha yeah and i haven't looked at any of those import numbers in a long time actually <laughs> i probably should take a peek and see um but i would imagine if if 88 if there's 88 people that have cloned it so far Judging from what I've seen in the past, probably maybe 10% of those have imported the boosters. So it's it's usually mm. fairly low. Yeah. Not nothing. Yeah. Lots of extraneous uh, effects and things that are outside of the trackable universe. <laughs> yeah. As we know, it gets harder and harder too. Right. But yeah, that, that was definitely a positive last week. Uh, the other really awesome thing was uh, on Friday, I talked to Noah and I was able to offer him a raise actually, which was really cool. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So first time doing that with, uh, with anyone and it was honestly like a, a really cool experience and I didn't totally expect that. Um, but he was super appreciative and super grateful. And, uh, you know, he's, he's worked with me now for six months. He's been working very, very hard. And, uh, you know, the scope of his responsibilities have definitely grown over the last six months. And I felt like, you know, he was probably, if anything, overdue for a raise. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, it, it was really cool to be able to do that. That's fun. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool pretty uh 
pretty baller thing to be able to do. You know, just like, hey, want some more money? I got more money for you. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like people should be rewarded for doing good work. And, um, you know, like I said, I felt like, you know, initially he was brought on to do customer support and he's now doing design. He's helping with the clonables. He's, um, you know, taking on a few other projects that we haven't even announced yet. So it's like, yeah, he, he definitely deserved to be paid more and, um, yeah. And the business has grown. So we have some margin there and it, it worked out. Yeah. And those are all things that he wanted to take on too. It's not like you were like, Hey, right. go do these other things. And mm-hmm. you know, those are sort of mm-hmm. from his own accord. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which again is like an early stage company. Uh, you have the option as someone working at one of those to, to take on more, uh, outside of your quote unquote job description and, um, you know, as a, as an employer, it's like when you find those type of people, it's very, very helpful. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Congrats to, uh, to the both of you. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, other than that, it was a, a very slow week for me. Um, my son got sick, uh, which was, it was the first time he's like had a somewhat significant fever. Uh, so we, we thought like it was much more serious than it actually was. Cause it was like our first time with him, uh, running a, a right. decent temperature. So, uh, yeah, my wife and I were, were quite worried about him, but it, it all turned out okay. And he's fine now. Um, but definitely. Definitely uh, derailed the week a little bit as far as work stuff, but that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. I only imagine a uh, fellow creator masterminder, Jay Kunzo, was, um, I think he's fine with me talking about because he was talking about on Twitter, but he was he was telling us and, uh, and tweeting about how, I think he said it was like the fifth consecutive week where um, his daughter, either one or both of his kids, I forget if he has multiple kids, anyways, at least one of his kids had to be taken home from daycare because someone tested positive. There was some sort of like, you know, testing scare where someone was exhibiting signs or, you know, daycare was shut down for half the day or full day or mm-hmm. rest of the week, whatever it was. And he was just like, I haven't had like a full work week. <laughs> he was like, I'm working part time <laughs> basically. Right. And yeah, that's hard. Yeah. Nothing you can really do, right? I mean, no. That obviously comes first. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was just grateful to have the flexibility that I have. I can't imagine like Yeah, I just like having a job where you don't have that flexibility. I just it would be it would be really really hard to also have young kids. Super grateful. Yeah. I mean, even even having the flexibility, I'd seen on Twitter, um, Amanda, I don't know how to spell, spell her, or pronounce her last name. It's Goats, Goats, I want to say. Um, she was like, oh, I was supposed to speak at an event tonight, but like uh, the school called and some sort of issue, kids are sick, whatever it is. Like, I, I have to go pick them up. Like, sorry, I can't speak at your event. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, again, like what else do you do, you know? Yeah. Um, 
even if you have the flexibility, it's still a bummer. Yeah. It was actually crazy when I got the call from our daycare um, that my son was sick. It was about 15 minutes after I had received uh, a, a monitoring alert saying that part of JetBoost was down, like the, the JetBoost dashboard. Oh, um, boy. <laughs> yeah. So, like, my adrenaline was already sky high, and I'd been, like, looking into this for the last 15 minutes. Uh, it was very strange because, like, it was loading for me, and then I, I asked Noah, I was like, is it work for you? He's like, yeah, it's working for me. Um, we didn't get mm-hmm. any reports from customers, so... I, you know, I was searching through all of our infrastructure services, like, are any of them having issues? No. The only thing I could think was like, maybe the monitoring service had some sort of issue, but I never saw anything there. Um, Mm. But regardless, it it basically turned out to be a false alarm. But, you know, so I'm I'm looking into this, I get the call from my daycare, and I got to go pick pick him up. Uh, And of course, I'm like, super worried about him. I'm like, all right, well, this alert is still ongoing, but I guess I'm just going to leave it and <laughs> hope for the best. And eventually, you know, like 30 minutes later, it went away. But yeah, I was just like, man, yeah, that was a stressful day. It's just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It actually reminds me, I, I mean, it wasn't like anything worthy to talk about, but um, Fathom Analytics... I think a while back they released like an uptime monitoring thing for free as a part of your account for any websites you have connected. And I had like seen one of them talk about it on Twitter and I was like, Oh, it's like kind of useful. Like I, I do want to know actually if swipe files is down. Um, I've, I'd never, you know, like I mentioned before, I had issues with the other sites being down. That would have been nice actually, but I was like, yeah, I should, you know, if swipe files is down. I would want to know. So I set it up and then, um, it was like, a couple days later, I was at uh, this weekend retreat with my wife and I had left the laptop at home. You know, I don't really think about a lot of this stuff because I'm not a technical founder and Swipe Files is kind of a no-code, you know, hack job kind of put all together. But it's on third-party tech, right? I'm not like hosting it myself and it's generally pretty stable. And then I got a text like at 6.30 and it was like, Swipe Files is down. And I was like, oh, <laughs> here we go. This is this must oh, yeah. be what it's like. <laughs> I was like, I can't do anything. Like, oh no, Webflow won't load on my phone. You know, the, the browser size is too small. Um, I don't have my laptop. I'm yeah. an hour away from home. I'm not gonna drive home. I'll just wait it out and see. And then, like five minutes later, or it was like ten minutes later, I got another text. It was like, Swipe files back up. I was like, whew, that's a close one. You know, I think it was wow. just like a Webflow issue. You know, but yeah. if it was like my own issue either with hosting or the domain expired or, you know, something else. Um, yeah, I, there would have been downtime. Yeah. Or I guess more, there was some downtime. I'm trying to remember now if I, if I remember seeing any emails issues from them. Hmm. I also got to give a shout out to, uh, instatus.com. I think it's how you spell it. I always, yeah. Instatus.com. Uh, it's a calm fun company and I've, I've actually used them for, uh, a little over a year now, but they give you a nice status page. And, uh, I talked to the founder last week and he helped me add, or he just showed me (laughs) basically where to find it in the app. Um, 
If you look at the jetboost.io footer, we now have a little monitoring widget in the footer, which is cool. Oh, cool. So like yeah. displays it right there on the page. Yeah. All systems like in the operational. Yep. That's cool. That's really so, cool. So yeah, it, it, it's like, oh yeah, it's a really well done product and it, you know, shout out to the founder alley cause he's, he's been awesome. So. I love it. Super cool. Yeah. Man. Well, is there anything else? No, I don't think so. I'm, I'm surprised we cool. even managed to go this long. <laughs> I know. For That'd real. Be a short one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for everyone tuning in. Listen to all of our complaining. <laughs> all of our problems. Difficulties and all of our problems. Yeah. yeah. Venting and... Uh, bi-directional therapy live but uh hopefully next week we'll have more to talk about with upgrades with pricing updates i'll be past this whole email bouncing thing we'll see fingers crossed yeah all right man well, until then good luck with that <laughs> thank you yeah I'll try to resolve it i don't know probably spend a lot of time tonight working on that still but oh, it's fun. not the end of the world it's not downtime right so just got to work. Right. Through. Yeah. Well, we'll have a link to, uh, to in status and, uh, and I'll be publishing a tweet thread pretty soon about the swipe files updates. So I'll probably link to that as well. Those will be in the show cool. notes and we'll see you in the next one.